This is episode number 46 of the Invest for More Real Estate Show. My name's Carter and I am your host. And in today's episode, we are bringing some knowledge bombs that you guys need to pay attention to in order to have as much success as possible in your real estate investment business and closing deals with motivated sellers. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, the first thing I wanted to discuss today with all of you is just the way that you use your tonality and inflection in your voice to better communicate with sellers and to better understand and get answers from sellers. So let me give you a quick example. When a seller calls you and or when you're having a conversation with the seller and they're like, yeah, um, I'm interested in selling my house. Like, what? Tell me what you guys do. Um, and, and instead of answering it and just blurting out a bunch of information on what we do and what, in some cases that's needed, like you have to let them know that you're like in the business of purchasing properties that either hold as rentals or remodel and resell because they, they obviously want to know that. But what you first might want to ask them or how you might want to respond to that question is, so what do you guys do? Can you tell me what you do? Be like, um, well, I guess John, if that's the, the owner's name, John, can you help me understand like what, I guess what you're looking for? Like what do you, what do you help me understand if you don't mind? And then just proposing the question to them of, okay, what, what are they actually looking for to solve their problem? Are they looking for someone to list their house for them or buy their house or whatever? And with that question, well, John, and you pause for a little bit, can you tell me, I guess, what you're you're looking for? And then you just you wait for an answer. And and with that question there, you're you're using the pauses effectively. You're not talking. Don't screw this up by talking and spewing out like word vomit from your mouth, because that's what happens and it screws everything up. But you're just you're asking them what their goal is. And that's that's the main thing that you want to tell to start off communication on the right foot. And the best way to build rapport is by helping someone get something they want. It's not by saying, oh yeah, are you a, a you see a baseball jersey or something in the their basement? Oh, are you a baseball fan? It's like, of course they're a baseball fan. Like you see the jersey right there. You see the memorabilia for the Packers. You see a bunch of stuff. Like that is not what truly builds rapport. What builds rapport is by answering the questions and solving the questions that the individual has. Like if, if someone's describing to me, if I'm at a car dealership and they're like, oh yeah, I really like your Jeep. I Like how long have you had it? So on and so forth. When all I'm there to do is buy a new vehicle, I could care less about my current vehicle because I'm looking at getting a problem solved by purchasing another one. So if they were asking me instead, well, what brings you in today? Like, why why are you possibly thinking about getting rid of this one? It's a nice it's a nice car you have here. And then I would tell them, well, I'm putting on too many miles. I drive twenty five thousand miles a year. I don't want to rack up too many prior to selling it. And I'm basically describing to them in my own words how to solve the problem, so they can use that as ammunition to then kind of close the deal when it comes down to it. Um, so again, ask powerful questions. Use your tonality. Use pauses effectively, and you need to practice this. It's not something that comes automatically, but instead of going, um, like being like, 
if they ask you, okay, so what do you guys do? Oh, well, we buy properties. We're, we're a real estate investment company. And then you just wait. Like that's not, you don't want to answer their question then have them control the conversation with another question. You realistically want to answer their question with another question. Well, I guess, yeah, I, or you could phrase it along the lines of, yeah, I understand you, um, you're kind of looking for, someone who's looking or purchases investment property, so on and so forth, and then kind of lead into the next question. But then that gets us into closing the sale on the spot with the owner. Now, what I have found is it's very, very difficult to do this unless you already have a commitment prior to the appointment. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, what I mean is if you're meeting with a homeowner and for whatever reason, when you're on the phone with them, you're talking about price, you're talking about terms, you're talking about everything like that. And then you say, okay, John or, or Betty, um, if we provide you a fair offer, like, is it is it something that you'd be willing to agree on right away? Or do you need to talk to three or four different people? Or I guess help me understand where you're coming from. And if they're like, no, I would never sign something on the spot. They're like, okay, I totally understand. Or the better way I find to bring it up is, um, by you just telling them that, okay, John or Betty, when I come out there on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Um, and I go through the property, I'll take you through our process, I'll walk it, I'll check it out, I'll jot some notes as far as numbers, rehab costs, so on and so forth. And after I do that, I'll be willing to provide you with an offer. And all that I ask is you either give me a yay or nay, yes or no. If you can do it, great. If you can't do it, I totally understand. I won't waste any more time on it. Um, is that something that you could commit to doing for me? And then you, you'll know right away if the property is going to be a deal. And instead of following up on deals that will never come together, which is a bad habit for all real estate investors, they, they make an offer and then they walk away from the seller. It's like, no, you want to get some sort of answer so you know where you're standing. And I still do this in our business. I'm not perfect at it and I need to improve, but by putting out these podcasts and this information, it helps me remember in my mind and helps me with future seller conversations that I have. So that's why I'm putting this content out there. I've learned it. I know other investors implement that same strategy and they have extremely, extremely good luck with it because they are putting the, um, giving the commitment to the owner that they're going to provide them with an offer. They just want an answer in return. And sometimes sellers can give you it on the spot. Sometimes they cannot. Sometimes they need to mull it over in their mind, which is totally fine. But just let them know, yeah, I guess I'll follow up with you tomorrow. You can let me know what you're thinking. Um, and then we'll go from there. And then you'll have at least a set day and time instead of saying, okay, yeah, just get back to me whenever you make a decision. Because that puts a lot of deals out there that might never come together that you're kind of hoping and praying for, which is not what you want to operate your business out of. And then the last thing that I want to touch on in today's episode is the importance of tracking the actual numbers within your business. And again, this is something that we're improving on every single day. We've been doing it for the last, consistently for the last three weeks now, actually going on four this week, um, the time that I'm recording this podcast. But it opens my eyes to, like, we want to hit a certain number of metrics within our business in order to get as many deals as possible. Now I can tell and I can see when we do not hit those metrics, we do not get the deals that we want. So how do we do it? Well, we reverse engineer it. 
I know we need to make 24, typically 24 different offers or 24 different um, context of highly motivated sellers, qualified motivated sellers to get three deals. We get one out of every eight offers is typically what we get. Um, sometimes a little bit better, but I wanna kind of skew towards the lower end, lower average percentage. So I know, okay, we need to come across 24 different properties. We need to make 24 different offers and we need to talk to 24 qualified motivated seller leads. So how do I do that? I reverse engineer it. We need to send a certain amount of direct mail. We need to run a certain amount of Google advertising, advertising, sorry, or Facebook advertising, or we need to make a certain number of cold calls. Um, I'm trying to think of something else, bandit signs, uh, ringless voicemail, text messages, all that stuff. And when we do not do that, that's when the numbers are lacking. So I just, I look back at it and this is something again that I've learned to do and you need to learn to love it or delegate it to someone who loves doing this because the numbers are the lifeblood of your business. If you do not have it, you will not have a trackable, scalable business and you will consistently be in a position where you're like, oh my gosh, when's the next deal coming? Like I need another deal. We're not making profits. Our payroll's so high. We're spending all this money on marketing, but we're not getting deals. And this will help you determine if the, the deals that you're doing are worthwhile or if you need to cut back that marketing channel and get rid of it altogether. So it's just something to think upon. Now, if you have any questions, please reach out. Let me know. I'm available on any social media platform. Uh, most active on Instagram and Facebook, but at Instagram, it's at Carter Crowley underscore. Um, Facebook, it's just at Carter Crowley or sellfoxvalley.com. You can reach me there. Um, would love to talk with you. Would love to talk shop. See if we can work together in the future, whether it's jo joint venturing on some deals or possibly even just talking, networking, getting to know one another a little bit better. So I hope you found this information valuable. If there is anything I can do, please let me know. Otherwise, please like, subscribe, rate, and review the show. And I wish you guys the ultimate success and I will talk to you soon.